The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, it's terrible to be reaching the end of the summer when we haven't really had a summer. It was nice in June, but July and August have been pretty awful uh, weather-wise. If you didn't get away to foreign climes, then uh, you'll certainly be talking about it when you do go back to work or school. So how about taking the family on a city break um, just to make the most of it uh, before they get back to school or indeed plan something in September when the weather might somehow be better, fingers crossed, you never know. Uh, Let's talk to Sarah Slattery, who is a travel expert and the owner of the travelexpert.ie. Hiya, Sarah. Hi, Jonathan. How are you? I'm grand. I was spent last week in Waterford and, and it was lovely and everything. But, oh my God, the weather, it's just depressing. I know. I think that's it's, it's, it's all everybody's talking about at the moment, isn't it? And trying mm. to plan the next trip. That's all I'm hearing anyway. Well, I braved it into the sea um, on one of the days, Wednesday, and the weather was gorgeous. It was about 25 degrees and I'm going, this is it. This is what the summer is made of. Went in the second my toe hit the water, fog came around the headland and enveloped us. And I just said, that is the most Irish of holidays, if ever there was one. Warm fog, which I didn't think was (laughs) possible. So you're going to bring me somewhere, not necessarily exotic, but somewhere where we can do things uh, with the kids on a city break. So we're going to start with the most obvious of locations, which is London. Yeah, um, I think London, sometimes the closest things are are often overlooked, but it's just so accessible. And I went there with my daughter actually in February and she loved it. She's 12 and she was just just the basic things, you know, just walking around, looking at Big Ben and um, the London Eye and Buckingham Palace and all that. I mean, that was an attraction in itself, but there's just so much to do in London. And what's great about it is it's it's accessibility from all our airports. Um, you can even, I mean, hotel prices are, are, are can be expensive, but you could even just go for one night. So that's what we did. We flew out early in the morning. We flew back late the following evening. So we had two full days there, but only had the expense of one, um, one overnight. So it's a handy one for people who don't don't want to take time off work, just want to get that break away. Um, and as I said, there's so much to do as well as the, the traditional sites that you want to see. That The Harry Potter studio tour is fantastic for any one yeah, who... I, I, re- I really want to do that. What is that like? It's like, it's amazing. We we went to Orlando last year for the first time and we're all Harry Potter fans now in our house, I should say. But um, like Universal Studios was incredible. But actually, I'd say this is even more impressive for a real true Harry Potter fans to be able to walk the actual sets uh, to go into the to the Great Hall you you see the, the dorm room there's there's green screen so there's di- di- you can do Diagon Alley as well you walk you? through it yeah it's it's incredible and uh, like I mean we spent nearly five hours there like it was uh, unbelievable what we did was actually we flew in to Gatwick and we did a lot of the sites in the first day and then we went to Harry Potter the next morning and then we flew home from Luton which is only about 20 minutes um, from Harry Potter they, they'll take your luggage they'll store it all there so you know it's it's really actually quite accessible and quite easy to do and a nice kind of thing as well I know I hate to mention the, the C word Christmas but it's you know <laughs> you need to kind of book tickets very far in advance for Harry Potter so um, you know that's that's the kind of thing you could give as a, as a Christmas gift maybe um, I think you can change your date so if you book the tickets and you, you can just pay 10 euro to change them if the, you end up you know not sure what flights or what you want to book yet but it's definitely uh, it's one of the top things I think definitely to do in, in London with kids if you're even remotely interested in Harry Potter. Yeah. Uh, moving south, let's go to Lisbon next. Portugal is such a lovely country to visit and lots of people are familiar with the Algarve, but they mightn't necessarily have visited the capital. Well, this is lovely, particularly if you, you're feeling you, you've missed that sunshine. And, you know, you usually get nice balmy days. You're on the coast. You kind of feel like you're on your holidays uh, in Lisbon, but yet it's still a great city break. Um, it is the, the old town is gorgeous. Um, 
bit hilly now if you've got young kids and you're thinking of buggies and things like that. But there are some lots of great options. There's the trams are great tours. There's tuk-tuks. We took a tuk-tuk tour. I always think tuk-tuks are great. In most cities, it's a handy way with kids to get around without having the crowds and still be able to see see the sights. I think kids kind of find it, get the novelty factor so you can still get your sightseeing in without them being bored. Um, and you've got one of um, the largest aquarium, I think Europe's largest aquarium or one of them anyway, there. It's really, really good um, aquarium. <clears throat> we loved it now and uh, it's definitely one of the top things to do with kids there. There's also Sintra on the outskirts. Um, I don't know if you've been, uh, Jonathan, but Sintra is like, just really like your Disney fairy castle. It's 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 spectacular to see um, and you don't have to go in and drag the kids through all the interior. Like you can just go walk around the grounds, walk around the um outside of the castle it's it's really gorgeous and then you've lots of other there's Quinta de Regaleras there as well another place that's full of dungeons and dragons and um, you know there's lots of lots of things to do with kids and it's it's very reasonable as well um, yeah. eating out and everything it's, you know it's a good well, no, yeah. <clears throat> Portugal, is, Portugal is cheap I and mean, that's the one thing about it you, you pay more in the Algarve um, but you see flashes of how cheap the rest of the country is now if you want to burn money in a massive pyre uh, travel to Rome uh, because it was <laughs> definitely one of the most expensive cities I've ever been to. Oh really? Did you think so? Well, I oh, suppose, yeah. I mean, I suppose it, some you can if you want to eat out and get your pizza and pasta. Sometimes it can be reasonable but the tours are expensive. Um, I think Rome is a great one for Paid teens. Paid four euros for a bottle of Coke at the Colosseum. I nearly vomited. Wow, uh, just okay. Awful. Well, I, I, the couple of things that I, I find sometimes when, you, when you've got teenagers and you're sort of struggling with places to go, I always think Rome is a good one because, you know, they have to be kind of fascinated by the Colosseum. They'll have, you know, learned all about the Vatican. They know everything from school. So it's, and it's certainly easier for them to understand when you're actually standing there in the middle of the Colosseum. Plus, there's lots of really good tours. I don't know if you did did any of them, but there's a really cool Vespa tour where actually I think it's it's suitable from kids age five. But you can um, the kids sit in the sidecar, you sit on the back, and your guide is in front of you driving you around Rome. It's really cool. And there's another um, golf cart tour as well, which we did really really good with younger kids. If you don't, you know, because there's so much walking, as you know, in Rome, you could be, you know, have your legs walked off you. But also good for if you're bringing your um, parents, for elderly people, the golf car tour is really, really good. In fact, it was set up by um, an Irish guy to bring his elderly mother around Rome. So Rome is one of those kind of great for multi-generational families uh, for, you know, and there's a lot of ways to get people kind of, I think, sometimes shy away from it because of the cobblestones and the old buildings. I think there's too much to, to, to see. But uh, with kids, but actually, there's a lot of great tours you can pre-book um, yeah. if, if that's an issue. Uh, Paris is somewhere that uh, I love when I go there, and we went to Disneyland as well, which is another option. So, and it's really easy to get. To, I suppose after London and Amsterdam, Paris is the next easiest to Absolutely. get. Absolutely, lots of great, lots of flights and um, operating in. And again, like what I like about. Paris is, you know, sometimes you're trying to do things for you and for the adults and for the kids. So you can, you know, you could you could probably get get the train out to Disneyland Paris and, and do a day there if you want, but still have your time in, in Paris. You know, the kids will be interested, like a bit like London, the Eiffel Tower, some of those iconic uh, places that they, they'll, you know, they'll know about and they'll want to get their selfies there and all that kind of thing. So it is, it's a handy one with kids as well. You can do the cruise on the Seine um, and there's lots of great food tours. I always think um, food tours are a great thing to do with kids as well in cities, particularly, you know, 
bring them to the chocolate shops or the pastry shops at the end or, you know, kids, if they're eating, they're happy. Um, so it's a handy way of kind of getting around, seeing the sights while um, also, you know, keeping the kids happy too. Yeah, Barcelona is such a, a lovely city as well um, and, and you can go to see the new Camp, which I have to say was the best stadium tour I've ever been on and I've been on lots of them. Yeah, I haven't done that myself now yet, but I hear it's great. I think they might be uh, revamping it at the moment, actually. Um, yeah. uh, I, I heard somebody say that, but it is, it's a great, again, it's a bit bit like Lisbon. You feel like you're on your holidays. You've got, you're on the, you're on the coast. Um, there's so much to see and do there. And uh, this, that, that whole, even whole beach area is kind of nice. There's a great buzzy atmosphere down there as well. But you've got Port Ventura World, which I think is probably one of the big attractions for families going to Barcelona. Take the train out there Again, a bit like combining Paris with, with the theme park. There's lots. Um, to, it's, it's about 90 minutes on the train and it's, it's one of Europe's best theme parks. You've Ferrari land there. You've got a water park in the summer as well if you want it. But just the main park itself is really, really good. Uh, we're going to go to Berlin next. Um, not a city I've actually ever been to. Um, is there much to do with kids there? Yeah, I kind of, I just put Berlin on it for people who wanted something maybe a little bit more educational. It's also really handy in the wintertime. I often get people asking me on Instagram um, for, for city breaks, uh, for Christmas market breaks. And Berlin is a handy one for that, as is Copenhagen, because, they, they you know, there's an awful lot to do. Uh, they're, they're very much geared towards kids. But Berlin, like the, the museums in Berlin are incredible. Like, it's not like, anywhere else like they're encouraged to touch things you know the DDR museum is completely interactive you're climbing inside those Travant cars you're um, you know finding well, out I, exactly I, I, oh no sir this is my idea of a nightmare it's a, you can always want, don't touch that stay away from that don't get into that you can t- it's a very bad example if they actually are able to do things Oh yeah, no, it's a completely interactive. The kids are actually encouraged to take part and find out what life was like um, in, in East Germany. So it, it again, I think it's, it's interesting for, for kids who've done a little bit of it in school. Um, you can get your photos taken with the guys at Checkpoint Charlie. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting to see that uh, completely different experience when you're actually there than when you're lo- learning about it in a history book. So I think it's one of those that while it's not your typical city break destination, it is one, particularly with teenagers, that, that can be interesting. And um, th- there's also for younger kids, the National History Museum has some of the largest uh, dinosaur skeletons in the world. There's a Le- Lego Discovery Centre there. There's an awful lot to do. Um, but again, it's it's a different type of break. And maybe one, if, if, if families are thinking of a Christmas market one, it could be one to look at. Okay, we leave it there. There's loads more on your website, thetravelexpert.ie. Sarah Slattery, thank you so much uh, for taking the time uh, to talk to us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.